Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media where we talk about actionable ideas to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. Yes. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and I am here with Luke Acri, President of Reminder Media. Everyone, I am here. And today we are talking about <laughs> going live on Facebook and Instagram. Everyone has watched the live video on these social platforms, but how can you use these features to leverage engagement, add value, and drive leads for your own business? If you've ever wondered about how to go live, when to go live, or what to go live about in your business, then you showed up for the right podcast. Yes, you did, and we're live right now on Facebook. So if you're missing this, we go live every week for our, I'm gonna hand my phone right now to Andrea, who's gonna go live for us uh, on my Instagram. But every week we go live on our Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash rmconnect, you can find us. We do this Stay Paid Podcast live. Then we obviously put it out to all our subscribers on iTunes, Spotify, and stuff like that. Here's the thing I love about live is that right now the social media platforms, and, and they've been doing this for a while, so it's gonna change here soon. They're favoring live in the news feeds. And the problem that we've had with social media, and I'm sure you're experiencing this, is when you post things, no one is seeing it anymore. And there's a reason for yeah, that. Yeah, Facebook made an algorithm, algorithm change, change not too long ago that basically said they wanted to improve the experience on Facebook. So they said, we want to show people more of what's happening on their friends list and less about what's happening on businesses they follow. Correct. So business page engagement organically went down to about 2%. So whenever you post, to give you an idea of what that means, about 2% of your audience, the people that are actually following you, are going to organically see your content unless they go into their settings and specifically say, you have to change like the notification setting from default to uh, first or follow first or something like that. And then it'll automatically give you those feeds. But other than that, Josh just gave you a great thing to go live about. Go live about that. See, that's yes, one of the tips your later. First tip. Oh, did you put that in your, <laughs> see, I haven't even seen his notes, but that's like the great tip right there. One of the easy things to go live about is, hey, I'm going live to tell you, set your notifications to follow me so you can see my stuff. Because if you're looking at your Facebook page and wondering why you don't get engagement, that's why. It's Facebook is no longer favoring business pages. You can't cry about it. It's not an excuse we should make. And what you know, a lot of the people out there like Gary Vee and Grant Cardone would say is get over it. The reason why you're not getting engagement is because you're not producing valuable content. It's the number which, one way to get good engagement. Produce yeah, good yeah, stuff. Yeah, pr- produce good stuff. <laughs> but a way not to hack. Hack is to, it's the wrong way to say it, but a way to make sure you're Take tr- getting, it, yes, right. getting right. actual engagement. Yeah. Going live is a great way to do it because Facebook is favoring, Instagram is favoring the lives. Well, think about it from a business perspective. This is a new feature for them. It's been around for a while now, but it's still, it's still one of their newest features. Mm-hmm. So obviously as a business, and this goes across, this is a great tip across all of social media. When they launched IGTV, Instagram started oh, yes. favoring IGTV. So yep. any content producer that was I putting started out getting IGTV notifications for it. was getting notifications mm-hmm. from yep. those people immediately, even yep. if you weren't naturally or organically seeing them in your feed. Yep. So another reason why I think live is extremely good is, and this ties back to always our mission here at Reminder Media, right? Is we believe in the idea of relationship marketing because ultimately our mission is to help you close more deals and retain more business. The reason why I think live can be so successful for your business is because it gives people a chance to get to know you 
more intimately than a lot of traditional advertising, like print advertising, ads on Facebook, video marketing, particularly live, obviously, because you're doing it live, gives people a chance to connect with you and build you can build more, even though it's one way where they're just watching you, you can build more of a relationship or i.e. more of a personality to get to know people. That's another reason why I love Facebook Live and I love video marketing because it's a way to build that relationship and ultimately if you build a relationship with somebody, you earn the right to pitch your product or pitch your services because if you're known, like, and trusted, which is the relationship, you get the chance to pitch your services. Well, to Live go along with that, reason. I mean, I, this is for another podcast that we're doing, but I pulled a stat, Harvard Business Review titled The New Science of Customer Emotion. So this is where you're talking about connecting emotionally with your people. This is an opportunity to do that. Go live, show them your authentic self. Said that people that are emotionally engaged with, uh, with their customers, their customers are three times more likely to recommend your product or service. So if you have an opportunity, I mean, talk about how do you measure ROI on yes. going live on Facebook? Well, well, if you're building that rapport, you're building that emotional connection with your followers, then they are going to be three times more likely to recommend your product or service. And I think one of the hardest parts about doing this live thing, doing social media in general, any of this type of stuff, is that you don't see an immediate gratification, yeah. right? You don't see an immediate ROI. And so... Like for us, we literally did our social media meeting yesterday. And what did I say? I said, we got to get back to where we're forcing ourselves on the schedule of going live every week. And even though it felt like we were forcing it a little bit, it was driving that consistency, which we were getting more results from. And so we were forcing ourselves into that system and that schedule that we kind of got laxed on and kind of got away from. But the point being is that you're not going to see an immediate gratification right away for live. So if you end this podcast and and go live and expect to see immediate results, it won't happen. What will happen is if you set a schedule for yourself going live and you do it consistently, that's what's going to start introducing yourself to the people that are watching it. And over time, you'll build that relationship and you'll ultimately get deals. Let's talk about... Well, no, I mean, I would say that's the first tip that we would give you guys as we kind of walk through this podcast and we walk through some of the ideas. First tip is to set a goal. Pick a frequency that you're willing to go live at. Set that as your goal. At least once a week. At least once a week. If I can help you guys. At least once a week. Not once every two weeks. There's your first goal. (laughs) But a lot of that's true. You need to go live once a week. You should go live once a week. something. Yeah. And the other one would be to have an outline or direction. So it's going to be tough. You hit that button. You probably, I I don't know. First time I went live, I just stared at that red button for like five minutes. I'm like, (laughs) I can do it. I can do it. But if you're not naturally someone who just wants to throw on the camera and kind of and stare at yourself in selfie mode on the live video, you know, make sure that you have an outline, make sure that you have some direction before going into the live because it's going to not only help help keep your uh, your video kind of uh, on point yep. so that your people that are watching are going to understand yep. why am I here. Yep. Think about it as a story. Think about it as an outline that you would do for a paper. It has to have a beginning, a middle, and end. Sure. What are you saying in the beginning that's telling people what they're going to get? What are you doing in the middle that's giving them all the information? And then how are you wrapping that up? And if you're not good with keeping all of that in your mind, yep. because Facebook recommends, just to give you guys an idea of length, Facebook recommends about uh, going live for about 10 minutes to really have maximum impact with that. And it's, sometimes it's hard to talk for 10 minutes. It is hard to talk for 10 minutes. Which especially is surprising when no for one people like Josh and I, you know. <laughs> 
but it's but hard no, to talk for 10 minutes. But just make sure that you have that. And, and whether or not it's kind of on a piece of paper out of frame, think about the production or it's uh, on a whiteboard or something behind your mm -hmm. video. If you set up your camera or you're sitting there on your desktop, because you can also go live you know, on your laptop or your desktop mm -hmm. computer. It doesn't always have to be on your mm -hmm. mobile. Um, you can go live straight from Facebook there as well. Just write the bullet points out on a whiteboard behind you where nobody and can you, see it. And it just keeps you on track. It keeps you under, understanding or remembering what you're what you're speaking about. And you're the industry expert. You know, if you're talking yes. about your industry, if you're sharing yes. your thoughts, you're the expert in your own thoughts. Most, most, most of the, the time. time, you're the expert in your own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> you're the expert in your industry. So don't worry too much about the ums and the ahs and controlling Correct. the fillers. That's what I would say. You, you don't even have to share it. If the live sucked, I hate to say this, but, but <laughs> if the live sucked, you don't have to share it. And if you did share it and watch it back and go, man, that really sucked, delete it. I mean, it's that, it literally is. is well, what that you're simple. saying is whenever you finish doing a live on yes. Facebook, there's the opportunity. It is live while you're Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously the people who but are then on you have the option it, to publish it. it or not yeah. publish it after Correct. the fact. Yeah. Meaning, meaning we let so much of perfection or nervousness overcome our ability to do something. And I guess what I'm saying is that even if you, um, even if you are, even if you go, man, I'm really nervous right now in the live, it's, it's not a big deal. Right. It, it really truly is not a big deal. And I, I'm meaning you should just do it anyways because people will build more camaraderie with you because if you don't think they would be nervous to do a live, I mean, you got rocks for brains. They they feel, one of the best things to do in public speaking when you're nervous, I know this sounds crazy, but it's to tell people, man, I'm really nervous. Right. <laughs> because they build that what? They build that camaraderie with empathy. you. That, that empathy. Yeah, that emotional connection to you. And what are you looking for? Your emotional connection leads to the ability to get to know one another, leads to the ability of building a relationship. What's the old joke, them? the Jerry Seinfeld joke, where the people's uh, number one fear is public speaking, number two is dying. So people are more scared <laughs> to speak at their funeral than to be... <laughs> <laughs> that, because if you because if you have an issue going live nine times out of ten everybody else watching that would be nervous to go everybody live does live. yes correct so but, here's another idea to kind of for your uh, Facebook or your Facebook lives um, whenever you have kind of committed to a schedule and you've done a few and you're comfortable with it um, do what we started doing with ours I'm sure some of you showed up to this live for for the event but create an event on your Facebook page and then invite all of your idea. friends to it you know, people are not automatically going to start seeing live notifications just because you go live and just because they follow you. But if you create an event and they are watching a live video, it's super easy to then turn live notifications on mm -hmm. while you're watching a live video. Because mm -hmm. with Facebook, it's not naturally going to happen. Now on Instagram, with Instagram stories, anybody that you follow by default will notify you right. whenever you go live. Right. So that yep. would be a tip to get your uh, your lives out there for Facebook. And don't be sad. I think, um, you know, a lot of times it's discouraging when you go live and there's not a lot of people on. I mean, we have 19,000 likes on Facebook. Yeah. And we still don't get a ton of people on our lives. So just because you don't get a ton of people on your lives, don't be discouraged. But Josh's idea of the event has really helped us with this Stay Paid podcast and everything like that is trying to do an event. It's just giving people more time to prepare that we are going to go live. Definitely. Another thing you can do is after you've recorded your live, you can repurpose those live videos. So I know these are just kind of a lot of tips yes. and tricks, but making sure that um, once you have that, you're using it in multiple social media channels. So this could be re-uploading it for Facebook to uh, run an ad on. Like, let's say you go live um, in your house about staging a home or, or let's say you're just decorating mm -hmm. your home or something like that. And this is ideas for decorating your home when selling or when listing your house or something like that. And it's a 10 minute video. You can then re-upload that. 
uh, to your Facebook page and actually put some money behind it, put some mm -hmm. spend behind it. That way you can get it in front of people. And the cool mm -hmm. thing about this, and this goes for any of your videos that you're doing and for your strategy when doing live videos, is you can then start to qualify people that are watching your video. So if you're yep. targeting people that are likely to move or you're targeting people within a certain demographic in your area, your geographic area that you're targeting uh, for listing ads, then you can actually look at that and say, okay, later on, this is assuming you have your Facebook pages and your ads account set up, you can later on go back and say, I want to show a new ad to people that have watched 30 seconds or 50% of that video, because now I know, wait a minute, these people are watching, they're engaged, which tells me that they're likely in the listing mindset, or if you're doing a presentation on first time home buyers or what to look for when buying or shopping for a house, or you can see, okay, this, these people are in a buying mindset and then you can retarget them with other ads to help collect leads for your business. Dude, dude, that's gold. If you guys did not catch what Josh said, when this comes I'll out, say it again. rewind it, so, rewind it. No, <laughs> but it really is gold. Like this idea of when you run your listing or when you do your live video, you can then repurpose that live video and use it as an ad. Then you can track how many people actually watch that video and then you can retarget those people. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's gold. Yeah, it's that's a three-step process, yeah. but it's, I mean, it's, it's completely worth it, especially if you've done lead generation and you're, and you're just trying to find qualified leads. Right. I mean, we know how hard that can be in any business yep. to find someone that's actually checking out your ad and qualified for it. Start thinking about your video content in those segments. So obviously you want to be doing video content that's going to be adding value to your viewers. You want to be doing video content that's also talking about your services. Correct. Not as much, but you, it's well, also well, talking about your services. Well, that's trying to get across but, what you want people to think of you as. Right. How, what do you want them to think of you as? Do you right. want them to think of you as the realtor? Do they want you to think of you as the insurance agent? What do you want them to think of your brand as? Yeah. And then as you're coming up with those ideas, because this is, you're not going to every week come up with a great idea. You need to block out some time, brainstorm, find someone else that you can brainstorm with, whether it's a partner on your team, whether it's a family member, mm -hmm. whether it's your spouse, find someone that you can brainstorm with to find out what would be interesting. If you're handy around the house and you like to fix stuff, like go live when you're fixing your sink. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that for a real estate, if you're a real estate agent to have your realtor, the house expert going live and teaching you how to replace the O-ring yes. on the valve under the plumbing <laughs> i can tell you're a handyman no <laughs> but the point is i think the point you're making is incredible is if you're passionate about something and you don't do something as a hobby go live on that go live on that because you one you'll be more natural in the stuff you're saying and also it's going to come across as authentic and the key is you'll actually have content you'll actually have content to do naturally for you as a realtor what are you passionate about you're passionate about being the local community expert when it comes to real estate. So you have so many different ideas that you can use. Going live at your open house, going live in the community to tour the community of what's happening. Another great one that I've seen realtors do is go live with the market update. Once a yeah. month, I mean, you could really do it once every two month, uh, two weeks, but once a month, go Talk live. about something that people would yep. tune in for This is your King month. of Prussia local market update to figure out what's happening in the market, whatever it is. I mean, if you're, you know, want to talk about the mortgage rates, that's a little boring, but if you want to talk about the mortgage rates or something like that, go live on the content that you're passionate about because what will happen is people will start associating you with that content. If everything you're putting out always ties back to, for us, like for instance, here's a perfect example. If everything we put out always ties back to relationship marketing, 
always ties back to that we believe that relationships are critical to a business's success to drive deals because every deal that's ever closed is on the backbone of a relationship. What are you going to start thinking of Josh and I as? Every time you think of Luke and Josh, you're going to start thinking of, oh yeah, they're the guys that really understand relationship marketing. And then guess what? When you need help driving referrals in your business and driving repeat transactions in your business, who are you going to think of? You're going to think of Luke and Josh. So it's the same in your business when you're going live. What you're trying to do, like just framing it up in terms of like a financial advisor, what you're trying to do is you're trying to put stuff out there in your live that they can drive back to what you're really the expert in, in investments. You're the guy that's an expert in how to save money, how to invest your money. You know, what are the stock options that are the best ones to pick? What's going on in the market right now? Now, you, you can't just share technical stuff because people don't just engage with technical stuff. This is why keeping up with the Kardashians is so freaking popular. There's nothing technical there. It's just entertainment. There's mm-hmm. lifestyle stuff there. So you have to include lifestyle stuff in your lives as well, which maybe is your hobbies and stuff like that. But if you are peppering in lifestyle engaging content, then peppering in your technical stuff, people will start to associate you as the person of choice when it comes to finances. And it's amazing how you don't think of it this way, but the minute you need a plumber, the minute you need a plumber, I start thinking to myself, who do I know that's a plumber? Who do I know that's a plumber? At that point in time, you want to be the person in my mind that's been posting on my Facebook feeds. I love- fix the O-ring and the valve uh, under the sink. You want to be and that's that why person. I retied that all back together. Exactly. No, but the point being is that is that when I need I needed a contractor because I'm doing a uh, pergola on the back of my patio. I need a contractor. I knew no contractors. Right. So who do who do we I? We just think went of? through the same thing. Right. No, I knew no contractors. How do I know. I know no contractors? I know hundreds of people, thousands of people. So use that as an opportunity to, if you, let's say you're not a contractor but you are a realtor or you are an insurance agent, use that as an opportunity to build your network. Find a contractor that oh, you that's work a great with idea. that you're going to be recommending people to and have them give you some time just to do some DIY videos yes. of installing baseboard trim or installing yeah. an O-ring. <laughs> he keeps going back to the O-ring. Even, but just interviewing them. Like my brother, Steven, interviewed, I believe it was a um, security company, yeah. that like ADT type security company. I can't remember the exact company, but it was a security company. But all he did was interview the guy That's and awesome. say, he just said, hey, this is my buddy, Josh. He does security. Hey, Josh, tell him who you are. And he just interviewed him. And it was just content for his live feed on, on Facebook. Introduced, added something of value. So if any one of his people needed somebody that was a security, you know, for their home, like ADT, here's a trusted but resource. But the power there is... That when someone needs someone for security, they're not necessarily going to think about that security person. They're going to think about your brother. Yes. They're going to think about you as the person who can connect them to all of the resources. And ultimately, that's what you want to become. You want to become the person that can help them with any need that they have. So whether it's finding a local restaurant, we talked earlier about um, go behind the scenes, you know, tour your local restaurants or meet with the owner, interview the owner of a local restaurant. And they'll want to do this. Or work with, um, go record a chef making one of his most mm-hmm. famous recipes. You know, think diners, drive-ins and dive style, you know, yeah. go behind the scenes. I love that scenes. show. I <laughs> do love that show, man. Everything I deep fried. I got a little fried. hungry just saying that yes, word. everything deep that fried. Sorry, I'm getting tangential. But yes, you are correct. Go to these places that are in your community. And the beautiful part about this, it's all free. You don't have to pay anybody for this. All you're paying is really your time. Your time. And then they want this. You might not think these other local businesses will respond. I guarantee you they'll want this. Why? Because they want to connect to your database. So they want to connect to the people that you know. You want to connect to the people that they know. And then 
the beautiful thing about this is you're not competitive to one another, you're complementary, and now you're sharing content that's a value add. And what you want to do is you want to look at your vendors. The easiest way to do this, if you're a real estate agent right now, go down your vendor list. It really shouldn't be a vendor list. It really should be a partner list. But I guarantee you, who's your inspection company? that you always call? Who's the title company that you always use? Who's the mortgage broker yeah, How cool would it be to have use? an inspector come in and look at your hot water heater and say, here's five signs you can look for at your Correct. hot water heater to Correct. tell you if it's mm-hmm. about to need replaced. Who's the landscaper? Like yeah. What's the things you can do in landscaping that are cost effective but improve the value of your home by 10%? I know I'm speaking generically or specifically, I mean, to real estate agents, but this is something that every industry can use, meaning just flip-flop it. If you're the insurance agent, you probably Go have a real estate agent. Right. So you can flip flop it. But the key here is that leveraging this going live and then they can share the live. They can share the live that just happened on their Facebook page as well. Or they can go live, too, on their Facebook page. It's a way to exponentially grow your database. And then along with that, always make sure on your live videos, whether you're interviewing somebody else or you're doing it on your own, you're doing the market update, make sure you're including a call to action at the end of it. So you always want to make sure that this this is your business, the ultimate goal. You're providing Mm -hmm. value. The ultimate goal is to build your network, build your pipeline, and lead to sales. But make sure that if if you're interviewing somebody at a restaurant, we're going through some of these examples see if they'll offer a coupon at the end of it you know mention this live video whenever you come into the restaurant and get 10 or 15 percent off your bill get a free dessert something like that see if they'd be willing to do something for you like that because then that'll also help you give an idea of of how it's working how it's tracking correct you can talk to the restaurant owner and say hey hey, how many people came in and claimed that coupon yes they can give you an idea and that'll just tell you um, where your time is going you know if it's Mm -hmm. bringing back a return on investment that'll start to show the people that you're working with the value that you're mm-hmm. bringing to them, and then they'll be more willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, they know people that you could benefit from partnering up with, and so they'll pass your name along to yep. that as well. I mean, it's it's really if you give something of value, like a, a giveaway, or you know, we call it the lead magnet. We did a yep. whole um, you know podcast on the uh, the lead magnet idea. This is really critical in your lives. You can take advantage <laughs> of this because imagine you're a real estate agent, you're flipping a home, right? So, like right now, I'm flipping a home. So I know that I could literally say the top three things that I've learned from flipping a home and start talking about these things and then go, hey guys, I've written a blog on this. If you would like the blog that I've written that goes into more details on the specifics of what it cost me or whatever I want to say, you know, how I went about getting the contractors and vetting the people to flip this home, just DM me your email address and I'll give you, I'll send this blog to you so you can have more detail. So I'm doing a live on it. It's a short version, but at the end of it, now I'm creating a lead magnet by going, hey, I've written actually a whole step-by-step blog of how I flipped this house and how I made this percentage, and if you're interested in this, boom, I'll send it to you in a DM. Now, you have to think in your specific you know, industry, what would intrigue people to go, man, that would be really interesting. I would love to hear how you did that, so they actually DM you or comment below. Just comment below. I see a lot of YouTubers do this. In their vlogs, they have like a, a magic word. They go, hey, the magic right. word for this YouTube video is, you know, beans. Put beans in the comment below so I know you watched the whole video. Meaning that that's a little bit corny and a little bit, but they're basically what they're psychologically doing is they're doing competitions. Like Ty Lopez is famous for this. If you comment or the first person to do this wins a free iPhone or wins, a, so you can do competitions on your live to turn them into lead magnets for your business.
That's awesome. So then going live on Instagram, very similar process. Yeah. Um, probably a little bit different depending on your audience, I would imagine. So like what, I mean, in your own sort of, since you're doing yes. a lot of on your social media, yep. follow Luke. Yes, at Luke, at Luke Acre, Acre, follow me. What makes you um, go live on Instagram instead so, of Facebook? Just kind of. Well, one, one I think is like, I think Instagram is uh, more popular right now than, mm. than Facebook. I think people, me personally, this would be my personal preference, but I think there's probably stats out there to back it up. I think more pe people are spending more time on Instagram right now than they are Facebook. I think we are picking up and looking at our Instagram a lot more. So what's the point of going live? The point of going live is because you want to talk to an audience that you want to engage with. And mm -hmm. so you got to go where the audience is. So the reason why I would go live on Instagram versus a Facebook right now is because I feel like the audience is, is, is there. Right. Right. Yeah. So I feel like I'm actually going to actually reach people on Instagram more than I'm going to reach people on Facebook. I actually don't prefer the Instagram lives because Instagram has stories. Right. I don't think people want to, and this is just my personal opinion. I don't think people want to watch lives on Instagram. The only reason I think they would want to watch a live on an Instagram is if you were doing something like really specific, like the only lives I've actually or super watched. Timely. Like, yes. Yeah, it's so, only there for That's what I mean. Hours. Something like that really resonates at that moment. Right. I, I just don't find myself, this is me personally, I don't know about you guys, I don't find myself watching Instagram lives. I find myself watching Instagram stories and even so much that like I'll skip someone's Instagram live but I'll watch their story. Yeah. It's very interesting because yeah, I think I our attention thing. span yeah. in the Instagram stories, we can see how short they so are one, and how many they are. One action item for that would be go live on Facebook because it's going to live there yep. forever. Download that video. So after you go live and you publish it, then you go into your page, you go into your videos tab, click on that video. There's going to be some dots there in the corner of the video. Yep. Click on that, download the standard definition version. I think, I think it says download SD. I right? don't have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Use uh, an application like Cut Story that will actually then take your video mm. and it'll cut it up into 15 second stories. Yeah, that's awesome. So then you can chunk out a minute of it or two yep. minutes of it or something like that. It'll automatically cut it down for you for your story. And then it's doing what Luke's saying, which is I'd rather go on. I skip lives. I'd rather go on and watch, watch stories. It. So now you've got your Facebook live that's living there. Yep. You're reaching your Facebook audience and you have stories mm -hmm. that are more digestible bite-sized stories because I will sit there and watch people's video that you know it's obviously right. has been cut up one of the best things to understand how to do marketing is to stop for a second and think about what you do. Exactly. It's one of the best ways to go about doing marketing. One of the reasons I was doing Instagram Lives is because Instagram didn't allow you to do long videos. Now they allow you to do long video videos with Instagram TV. So I'm not I'm saying that Instagram Live is going away. It's not going away. But I'm you just saying... You heard it here first, yes, folks. Yes, Instagram yes, is going away. Instagram Live is going away. But the point being is I don't find myself doing Instagram Lives nearly as much. But I can see why you would if your audience was on there. And so if your bigger audience is on Instagram, go Instagram Live. It's also giving you the notifications. Because it gives the notifications, yeah, that's a that's huge a win right now for Instagram. Yeah. I think the reason why Instagram's still doing notifications for live is because they're still trying to get lives to take off. True. Versus Facebook's yeah, not doing that. them anymore because they don't need to get lives to take off. People people are joining the yeah. lives. And then so. the other thing you can do with that video is upload it to your YouTube channel. So I know this sounds like a lot. Now i got to do Facebook. Now Instagram. Now YouTube. Yep. No, you don't. You're repurposing. All you have to do is record it once live. Yep. on. You don't even have to edit it. You just record it once live on Facebook, you cut it up with an app that does it automatically for you, upload it to Instagram, and then upload that same video to your YouTube channel. Make sure that on your re-uploading to Facebook or you're uploading to YouTube that you're using tags as well, because right. that's going to help 
you show up in the search engines, it's gonna help people find your videos easier whenever yep. it's recommending like videos. Um, so that's another great way to use your, your live videos for your business and just, again, repurposing the same thing in multiple channels based on where your audience prefers to watch and use hashtags on Instagram. I don't find hashtags work very well on Facebook. I don't that's think a great they point. Do, they don't for, do, but on or, Instagram yeah, for going yeah, live 100%. on Instagram and for doing the stories, you can absolutely uh, geotag, mm -hmm. right? And then uh, doing hashtags. Yep. Huge, huge. Uh, it's what the, I mean, the key thing about this whole Facebook live and the reason why we wanted to do a podcast on it yeah. is one is it's a free way for you to market your business right now. It's being favored right now by the social media platforms. So it's free, it's being favored by them. Everybody is on social media. There's probably not a single person listening to this podcast. If there is, please comment. Please let us know on staypaidpodcast.com if you don't use social media, because I would love to hear that. But there's probably not a single person listening to this that doesn't use social media. So it's a no-brainer that I'm not saying is gonna go away, but if you look historically at every marketing medium that comes out, what happens is, is the marketers, they get a hold of it, right? And this is not new for all of us, is it works in the beginning, email works in the beginning. Then we all find out it works, so we all run to it and do it, and then it doesn't work because we get overloaded. And you see this common theme with marketing that we get overwhelmed by the marketing. So as every business starts to post on Facebook, what happens? They change the algorithm. So now business pages aren't being seen as much as every person starts to do the live. They're going to change it and live videos won't be as favored or be as you won't be able to take advantage of it in the moment. So don't miss this moment right now right. where live is something that's still favored. It's free. It's easy to do. It literally just costs you five minutes of your time and you can get a huge return on investment for your brand and then let alone leads if you do lead magnets with it. Absolutely. So there you have it. How to go live on your social media today. Really hope you guys got something out of that. Got some good ideas. If you have some ideas of your own that you want to share, please check out our videos on YouTube. Uh, comment there. Please check out our videos in iTunes. You can throw a comment there as well as a rating on iTunes. It really helps us get the message out. If you like this, if you share it, comment, subscribe. It just helps get the podcast out in front of more people. And we would love to get feedback from you guys to see what's working and be able to share that as well. To get new episodes weekly of Stay Paid, subscribe in your favorite podcast player. Please follow Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also post weekly coaching videos on YouTube. You can search for Reminder Media and look for our Above the Noise series. For this episode of Stay Paid, I am Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acri, and here's your action item. What I want you to do is I want you to write down the list of vendors that you use in your business. Then I want you to reach out to one of those vendors, and I want you to go and do a live video with them. This live will help you twofold. One, it will help you because you're actually going live and you're reaching your audience on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. But even more than that, it's going to start the conversation that you need to have already started with that vendor partner that, hey, we can market together. We're non-competitive, but we serve the same industry. We can market together. And that's a real gold mine sitting there, an asset in your business that you're probably not leveraging. So write down the list of vendors you use over and over again that you guys share referrals and all that good stuff and go live with them and share what each other do to you guys' audience. Remember, top producers. The difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action on that today.